Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. If you want power with God, it begins with your faith, your confidence, your trust, in God's ability to do what He says. Hebrews chapter 11, describes the phenomenal power of faith, which made these people, in the Old Testament, so strong, that they were able to overcome everything. They saw something more than this life. Like Moses, who chose to suffer for God, rather than enjoy the pleasures of sin. They could do this, because their faith, was a faith in the impossible. And because it was faith, in a future kingdom. With Abraham, it was the promise, that he would be the father of a great nation, and out of Abraham, would come the whole Hebrew nation. But he himself, never saw the fulfillment, of the vision. But he lived, and died, in faith believing that God would fulfill his promise. Now, please join David as he ministers today's word. When we're looking at power from God and power with God, if, if we want the power of God in our lives, we have to come at some time to this expression where we obey God, not knowing the answer. I mean, if I look back, <laughs> When I, in 1961, made the decision to go to Israel by road, nobody had done it before. Um, I was warned I, I would be killed. I had to go through the communist countries, and then I had to go through Syria, and I would be killed. Well, the three places where I'd be killed, one was in the communist countries, I'd be put in a prison. In Turkey, I would be killed by bandits. And in Syria, I would be shot as a spy if they knew I was going to Israel. But I went by faith because I wanted to see a fulfillment of God, literally. I wanted to see the fulfillment of Joel's prophecy in Joel chapter 2, who spoke about the former and the latter reign. We believe the former reign was the power of God, the fire of God on the day of Pentecost. The latter reign is what we should be having now, and which I found and received Yes, in actual fact, I received it in uh, Easter, uh, sorry, at Pentecost in Jerusalem in 1961. But I went by faith. I didn't know that that journey would change the whole of my life, partly because I felt a call to Israel but particularly because it was not only Israel, but my eyes were open to the communist countries, and only that first journey in 1961 opened up prophetically the whole of all my ministry since. 60 years of ministry. 60 years, because I was 39, um, 29 when I went. So, you know, it's like Abraham. You've got to go by faith in obedience to God. And the faith comes through trust and confidence that God is in control, that God knows what you're doing. And the whole of my life is a demonstration of the power of faith. That, I mean, this was only the beginning. I didn't know that simply going to Jerusalem by road 
would open up the door for the whole of 60 years of ministry in the communist countries and Israel. But you see, I went, like Abraham, not knowing what was in front of me. I had no idea. If I'd known I was going to end up in prison, that I would have cancer twice, maybe I would have hesitated. But I went with trust and with confidence. Do you understand? So that was Abraham. Of course, you've also got Sarah, who conceived when she was 80 years old. That was a miracle. You get in verse 17, I mean, in Hebrews 11, by faith, Abraham, when he was tested by God, offered up his son Isaac as a sacrifice. Now, that's extremely interesting because Sarah was 80 when she conceived and Abraham probably the same age. And the fact is that God had promised a future inheritance to his children. And yet the child of promise, Isaac, God tells Abraham to take Isaac as a sacrifice. And I can tell you, poor Isaac, as a boy, had no idea because when they got to the hill and they'd left most of the, 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 the staff, the, the servants behind, and they get to the place of sacrifice and they make the sacrifice, Isaac's question was, Father, where is the sacrifice? Not realizing he was the sacrifice. But of course, you know what happened. God struck the knife out of his hand and then they provided a ram. But it was by faith that Abraham was able to, it's confidence, it's trust. Come on, let's come back to those words. He had confidence, he had trust in God, that God would fulfill his promise even if he killed Isaac. Now, that is faith. You see, you can go on. I mean, verse 24, I'm, uh, I, I'm limited in my time, but verse 24, uh, by faith, Moses, when he became of age, that was 40 actually, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sins for a season. Wow! Oh, I like the challenge of that. Look, Moses, you know what happened in the bulrushes. You know the story of Moses. But the thing is that when he's aged 40, it was when he was 40, that he chose to reject the wealth of his position. And as the son of Pharaoh's daughter, he lived in a palace. He lived in luxury. You could say he had mansions and yachts and Mercedes, not white, but he had the equivalent because he lived in the wealth of Pharaoh's palace. But he chose to suffer with the people of God rather than enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Why? Because even at that moment, his faith his confidence, his trust was in a future with God. Uh-uh. His confidence was in a future with God, 
not with man. And of course, you know, the climax was 40 years later, after being a shepherd keeping the sheep for 40 years. It was the burning bush when God spoke to him and called him. And so the whole of his life was based on that faith. And you can say that uh, with Israel in verse 29, that by faith Israel passed through the Red Sea as if it was dry land, but the Egyptians trying to do it were drowned. Now, I, I don't think we fully understand the faith that the Israelites had when they stepped into the Red Sea. And the faith that they had and the confidence and the trust that they had, not in Moses, but in God, that the water wouldn't drown them. And that faith was justified because after they'd crossed through, and this must have taken days, I mean, it's reported there are about two million of them, including uh, mothers and children and uh, sheep and goats and whatever. And it took a long time for them to get through, so much so that when the Egyptian army following them saw that all these people had crossed through, the Egyptians followed but because they didn't have faith or confidence in God, they were swallowed up by the sea. And as I like to quote now, when we're looking at the situation in, in Ukraine, God destroyed the most powerful army in the world. But it goes on because the whole book, it speaks of Samson, of Barak, of David. And it says in verse 30 through, who faith, who through faith, subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the violence of the sword, women received their dead, raised to life, and so on. So in other words, and then of course you come to chapter 12, 1, which is simply saying we are surrounded by such a testimony of these witnesses. Now, all I can say is, is if you want power with God, it begins with your faith, your confidence in God's ability. And I'll talk more about this later. Thank you. Our God is about to do great things. His power is on the increase. And he wants to demonstrate his power through you. In 1994, David Hathaway set out to win Siberia for Christ, by signs, wonders and miracles. Over 100,000 received Christ, and over 1,300 miracles of healing were recorded. Why Siberia, is the amazing story of what happened, and will challenge you to evangelize your city, your nation, and see God's power revealed through you. Why Siberia, is now available on Kindle from Amazon. Or visit Eurovision.org uk forward slash shop for the paperback edition of Why Siberia. Will you help us support Ukraine? Working with churches, pastors and chaplains living in Ukraine, our goal is to support internally displaced persons, the vulnerable, the sick and the wounded still living in the besieged cities of Ukraine. As you listen to this podcast today, our staff are helping people who live near the front line of this war. We are providing humanitarian aid, supplying first aid kits, providing spiritual aid, 
through the distribution of Bibles, and the support of chaplains, and pastors. And we are also providing accommodation, to displaced persons. People need relief, but they also need to have, peace, safety and hope. That is why victory is our key, and strategic goal. To make a donation, visit, eurovision.org.uk, forward slash, donation. Thank you for listening to the Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.